Good morning and welcome. How's the echo, by the way? That's fine. Good morning and welcome to the first bathroom rendezvous. <laughs> the uh, episode, is it 136? I think so. Yeah, let's go with it. Episode 136 is called The Bathroom Diaries. Yes. And we are, <clears throat> you're not going to believe this, but remember when we announced the Taco Casa was like opening a couple weeks ago? Yep. Well, we get, we got the, we got the building, uh, the fire inspection done. Mm-hmm. And we got the, uh, let's see, five, there was like a checklist of shit you had to do, but we're on track for like two weeks from now. Taco Casa coming 2024. <laughs> How the hell are you, bro? Oh, yeah. And then it's uh, brought to you by us, boys. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm fucking wiped, Ben. I, I bartended, as you know, as listeners don't know, I bartended last night for the first time in 10 months, basically. I think probably middle of December of last year was probably the last time I worked. Shout out Katie White for moving. Shout out Katie White for moving, <laughs> putting your boy back to work. Uh, and how, uh, how was it? I was good. You know, I mean, I got back into the flow pretty quick. It was like it was like the perfect amount of busy for like a first shift back. You know, like it was it was busy, and there was times where I was doing a lot of things at one time, but it was never. I didn't feel overwhelmed at all, which was a good thing. Like because there, like there's. I don't know, a few drinks on there that are new or like, I just, you know, don't remember that well or whatever. So like I, you know, a couple of times I had to look at the cheat sheet just to remember the, the parts and amounts and all that stuff. But uh, is, is the cheat sheet like hidden and visible or do you got to whip out like a little black book? No, you could, I mean, I just had it like, so like our, like our back bar, like if I'm facing the customer, the bars in front of me, the stations in front of me, the well, the ice, all that stuff's in front of me. Glasses are all the glassware, the clean glassware is behind me. So I have to turn around to get glassware for, for pretty much everything anyway. So I just leave it behind me next to like the register. So it's just a piece of paper, like flat down on the back bar. Um, like you could notice it, but I'm just <coughs> usually looking for like okay, I know the ingredients that are in it, but it like, is it an ounce of lime juice? Is it a half ounce of lime juice? Just to like, and it's just nothing's, it's just the menu with like numbers written above the parts. So you just look at it real quick and, you know, but uh, all in all is good, man. Yeah. We got, you know, we closed, we closed a lot earlier now than we used to. We called last call at 11. We're closed at like midnight, which is nice. You literally just like yell that out. Like, do you just, no, Take the time. no. <laughs> well, it depends. it's like you kind of go by feel, right? Like if the place is bumping and it's 11, like you're not calling last call, but like we had a couple tables. We had one group of like literally 21 year olds sitting at the bar. And then there was a couple sitting at one of the tables and we just were basically like, Hey, we're calling last call in five minutes. So like, let me know if you want anything. And then anybody, it basically anybody that walks in is like, Hey, we, you know, we already called last call and, um, but the guy, it was funny cause so we closed at midnight or, or, you know, we closed around midnight and, you know, you clean everything up, take the trashes out, all that shit. And, uh, you know, everybody kind of sits around and has a drink afterwards. So we're sitting around having a drink. I probably stayed till like 1230 and, uh, 
the couple that was sitting at the table near the door, like they had closed out. They had, you know, we weren't making them any more drinks. Everything was broken down. All the lights are on. And they're just sitting there like hanging, like just chatting. That's we're like all fucking sitting there like in sweatpants and shit. But Did they and, seem like a first date couple or? Um, well, I, so obviously I haven't been there, so I don't know, but I guess the girl comes in a lot. So I think she, it might be like her first date spot. I don't know if they were necessarily on a first date, but, uh, I was going to be like, cause like, Hey buddy, like now's, now's the time. Like literally to, dude, to, to, we're, we're to, giving to, you the cue. Like, <laughs> you know, you, can, you, you can go ahead and try to, to take her home or whatever. But. Well, and it's <laughs> like, you know, dude, like the longer you stay, the more variability there is that something's going to go wrong. Like, you know, that's the way it works. But so, uh, yeah, I got home, whatever, 1240, 1245, ate, watched a little TV, went to bed probably around, I don't know, 130, 145, woke up at 630. Like it was a fucking Tuesday. Been up for almost three and a half yeah, hours. But- the thing with that is, is uh, that's like what you're supposed to do. I remember we said every year we had the the skateathon in college, like where you raised money and we had to fucking skate all night long. Like you go, <laughs> like you go fucking skate from, you know, like I, like, you back, like back sprints. No, like you like a like a public skate oh okay like no joke so it starts at like 6 p.m you gotta so like you know a couple weeks before you're like going around to all your professors and and people and trying to hey if i will you donate a a dollar for for every hour that i skate and then like you know it's like they're on the hook for 12 bucks or whatever you know and it's like but i always remember our coach was like you know, you guys, nothing changes. All right. You got to get up, you got to, you know, like go to bed and you got to get up and you got to go throughout your day or else you're just going to ruin your entire sleep schedule cycle. And it's like every fucking guy on the team would just go home and go to bed for like, you know, yeah. eternity. Cause it's like, but I just, I always remember. So what you're doing is the right thing. You're doing will, the right thing. I will say though, Ben, it today is the, is like, if you looked up nap weather in the dictionary, it's the most <laughs> perfect nap weather day that it's, it's like 54 degrees and raining and it's going to rain all day long. It is perfect nap weather. So I will definitely be crushing one of those, but uh, how's your week, pal? Where are you at? Uh, Fort Worth, Fort Vegas mm-hmm. uh, for, for a wedding. Uh, walk, walked around the stockyards yesterday, which Living here for two years or in Dallas in the Metroplex, I never once actually I once came to Fort Worth. Never once went to the stockyards, and it really is a pretty fascinating spot. I mean, what what are the stockyards? Aaron, it is a tourist trap now, but I guess you could at one point just picture it as like the you know, we'll call We'll call like New York City the financial hub. Everything runs through New York City. We'll call like Fort Worth like the agriculture hub. Like mm-hmm. all the all the cattle and everything, it all came through here. It was like this massive, like uh, maybe I don't know, a market, a, a market for 
for animals. You know, they had railroad tracks running through the middle of it. I'm looking at it right It's now. just like, it's old Western. It's like, but now it's not anymore. It's very much touristy. Did you see any longhorn, any longhorns? Yeah, they, they walk them through the street every day. Like they're like herding the cows. And it's kind of funny because I have this video and you would think it's in slow motion. Like these cows <laughs> take like a one step and then another step. <clears throat> it's kind of crazy because their horns are fucking like eight feet long. Yeah. Like so then they're like turning up, up baby. Fucking horns down. Um yeah, I'm I'm a go dogs guy. That's right. You are a go dogs guy. That's right. I forgot about that. Ugga. But uh yeah, Ugga. But um, yeah, no, it was cool, dude. It was actually we went to one establishment that was pretty neat. It was called the White Elephant. And it's the old it's like the oldest saloon here. And I guess that way back in the day, the cowboys couldn't read or write and there was a bar called the white elephant and that's where the white cowboys went and there was a bar called the black elephant and that's where the black cowboys went but uh mm, interesting yeah it was it was weird but i mean it's now a, a cohesive bar I, I don't believe the black elephant exists anymore so everyone's welcome at the white elephant well black elephants are extinct they killed them all um well that's great is that true no i'm completely fucking totally made that up i don't even know but there's such a thing as black elephants um yeah but besides that so wedding today and then um obviously the hurricane that that happened this week Mm -hmm. um shout out any of our our people down there matt harrington Um, yeah i know dude harry Mm. Yep, he's. Uh, I guess they got some work in front of him, or, or I don't mean him, but you know, the east coast of or the west coast of Florida. Yeah, sorry. yeah I mean it's but, it's 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 fucking brutal, man. It's such a weird. Do you ever think about that, Ben? How weird it is that like, you know, we as humans have just like obviously Mother Nature and the weather like is is gonna happen regardless right and it's just it's the inevitability of of being on the planet you know weather patterns and weather systems isn't it so interesting that like we as humans like consistently still live in these places that have just like these crazy extreme weather uh, you know uh, these crazy storms and shit like between tornadoes and hurricanes and monsoons and you know everything that we deal with like isn't it crazy well yes but then i'd also like to counter what you're saying okay and i truly don't think there's an area on the planet that is like exempt of mother nature's uh cruelty uh you you're i think you're totally you know it's like new england you got uh hurricanes tornadoes earthquakes uh rain um you get snow and balls blizzards uh then you work down the coast it's like you know hurricanes 
um extreme, I, 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 extreme tornadoes still it's like move west it's like drought you know that's a huge factor or the opposite of drought you know extreme flooding um or then when you're in a place that's extremely dry and then there's massive rains and it's like you know the rainwater can't penetrate the ground and it's just and then you move west and it's like now you got rain and, and you got landslides you got you know earthquakes typhoon I, I don't know has there ever been a typhoon that's ended up on california uh i don't know like is that a thing well that's the that's what they call because it, right? it's great right no in the pacific correct but it's just like it's cr- kind of crazy how the eastern united states just gets rocked constantly i guess it's i would say the earthquakes is the is the bigger thing out west this which, is this is a weird article from the Washington Post, how a Pacific typhoon could help extinguish California wildfires. Uh, oh, fire. There you go. Another fire. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, oh, it's fire. <laughs> you familiar? Uh, it looks like there's been a couple. Um, I don't know how damaging any of them are or were, but yeah, that's the thing is like, it really doesn't matter where you are. Like almost like, I don't know. I guess it depends what you're willing to put up with, right? Like the great thing about, like you could, I guess you could probably make the argument that like Southern California has probably the best weather in the country, but like you, in terms of weather though, yeah, you deal with fires, you deal with the potential for like major earthquakes. And then because the weather's so good, you deal with the fucking humanity problems and all the bullshit that we bring to it, you know? Um, I kind of want to, I don't know, just... I just thought of it talking about California, but I want to talk about the whole, because I guess it's kind of originating there. It's like the, the electric vehicle thing in yeah. California. Well, I want to talk about the everybody that owned a Tesla in Florida and 2 million people had no power. Um, does, you know, does the Tesla charging station run off of um, gas generators? Like, like tiers of, of, uh, <laughs> Of, of people or something like i don't know like i was genuinely curious when if the entire state of florida uh western side had to evacuate and a bench a bunch of people in their teslas jumped in them what happens no yeah. like truly i couldn't tell you man i tr- like you it, so now fast forward to how many people live in california like 20 30, something million, 35 million 30, 30 million something like that 30 million okay so now when 30 million people all have to drive electric vehicles me, almost 40 39 okay 35. 40 million people have to drive an electric vehicle and an earthquake comes and knocks out a, a large uh power grid uh it seems a little counterintuitive he, that is an excellent word for it ben yeah it's uh I mean, we've obviously talked about the the um, I guess the lie that surrounds green uh, uh, electric vehicles that they're more environmentally friendly than uh, gas powered vehicles. You know, we've talked about that a lot. But lithium mines—that's all. That's the only thing that needs to be said. It's, it's and like it's, well, and like cobalt mines. Apparently, it's basically like all the like rare earth materials that go into making those batteries, like. The only you basically have to strip 
uh, I think like the world, I, I saw this post the other day. It was a, it was a Senator kind of going in on uh, uh, the fact that like Hunter Biden sold a cobalt mine to China in the democratic Republic of the Congo, which is like, you know, one of the worst, most corrupt countries that's ever existed on the planet. I think, which is also one of the, um, um, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? One of the most resourceful places. On yeah. Earth. Yeah. A resource, uh, a resource rich yeah. place. Yeah. Um, so we talked about that, but then there's also like, yeah, the impracticality of it all is that like these things are, you know, extreme weather events have been happening long before there's been humans settled on the West coast of Florida and will continue to happen long after there's humans settled on the West coast of Florida. Like it's just um, the reality of life. And like, like you said, like, if now we become relying on electricity, which we are, but it, you know, as far as vehicles are concerned, you're not fucking going anywhere. You're going nowhere, dude. Remember, remember that snowstorm we had in 2011 and the power was out for, you know, some people for two, three weeks. Right. And, and the other thing, just to go off what you're saying right here, it's gas. Isn't that much better? Like if, no. if you have a gas car, and the storm comes and you only had a half a tank. Yeah. I right. mean, you have like, yeah. you have, you know, roughly give or take, depending <laughs> on the vehicle, like 100 to, to 220 miles right. of escape until you need gas again. So it's like in the grand scheme of things, you know, both are sort of obsolete. It's just that I think the infrastructure of the fueling like portion of our transportation is is just more available well it's also it's also just easier too. like think about if you're having to evacuate florida right and let's say the power's not off and you know let's <coughs> let's, let's assume that everything is is running normally right if everybody's driving teslas okay the fastest you can charge one of those things is like 40 minutes at a supercharger how many rest stops do you have you pulled into where there's a hundred superchargers there zero zero so <coughs> if you even have uh if you even even if you have a percentage of the population say 20 percent of the driving population that's driving teslas or electric vehicles whatever and you pull into a rest stop and there's 10 chargers like you're gonna have massive backups and people waiting to charge their cars where at the end of the day like the uh, efficiency of filling your engine up like yeah you may have to wait but it or filling your gas tank up you may have right but you're talking like you know seven minutes max you know know? like it's just it's and again like i understand that you know this has become the vendetta that we as a people have taken we as a country i guess i should say have taken against uh you know in in the name of climate change and all that stuff that's not changing Um, anything it's not changing a goddamn thing Dude, I'll tell you one of the worst thoughts that I had, like, about all of this. It wasn't even the worst thought. To, to you, it'll be a really bad thought. But I feel if you look back on events in history mm-hmm. and then what's happened post them, I went ahead and said, I called out and I made this prediction that the Bucks will win the Super Bowl and Tom Brady will retire after this. 
I hate to say that, but it's happened before, like Las Vegas, the Las Vegas shooting, and then Hurricane, didn't the rant Hurricane the, Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, um, nine eleven, uh, the nine eleven, yeah, but then, but then the, it was the the Yankees won too. The Yankees won the World Series. Um, um so as fucked up as that sounds, Red Sox like the that was marathon bombing. That was one of the first things that I thought of. I was like, okay, we live in a society in a world where it's like, oh, let you know, it's like major, you know, catastrophic, you know, deadly thing happens. Yep. And then, you know, it's like, okay, let's come, how do, how do they combat this or whatever? It's like, so that was what I said. So I'm truly at this point, I want, you know, like Tampa, the, the Lightning have won the last fucking three Stanley Cups or whatever. It's like there's been some, uh, I'm getting, you know, it's like Tampa's been hot. Tampa's due. Tampa was due. All right. Let's see. Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus a thousand, 10 to one odds to win the Super Bowl. That makes them one, two, three, fifth best odds in the league. But, you know, might be worth sprinkling a little future on. Where are the Patriots? God, they fucking suck. A hundred to one. Jesus. Um, so yeah, like I said, I knew you would hate that. But yeah, I don't like that. <clears throat> I don't I don't like that one bit. I don't you know. Honestly, it's almost hockey season, Ben. October seventh, okay. <laughs> well, you better hope something happens in St. Louis, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, circling this whole thing back though. I mean, I just, again, it's, I, I sent you a, a post on Instagram this week about, about electric cars and the, the reality of them is that like, it, it, we have this weird thing in America where it, it's like virtue signaling to a degree where it's like, I'm going to do something that may have consequences in other parts of the world that I don't ever have to think about because they're not in my face so that I can feel that I am doing the right thing and doing my part for humanity or for my people, for my civilization, my my neighborhood, whatever, my community. Community was the fucking word. I was like, Jesus Christ, civilization. (laughs) Um, Brains off. Uh, So like, you know, and don't get me wrong. I like, I've, I've driven a Tesla. I think they're cool cars. I, I, I think the technology behind them is cool. Um, Elon Musk is a, is an excellent businessman, uh, businessman as far as I'm concerned. So I, I understand the draws, but you just can't sit here and tell me that they're better for the environment, more practical. You just can't tell me it. It just like, they're not, it's, there's a, um, there's a river in South America. I forget what the fuck it is. I want to say it's, it's either Chile or Peru. It's a, it's a, it's a country on the Western coast of South America that uh, is, has rich lithium deposits. And so, uh, you know, there's a big lithium mine there. And because of what we talked about with what it does to the water sources nearby, it's like destroying local salmon populations, which of course, all the local communities like rely on to depend on. Right. So like, or, I don't even know if they're saying that, but the local fishery is getting destroyed. And these but, if communities, it, but if it doesn't hurt Johnny Tsunami back in Arizona or, right. you know, Connecticut, right. does it matter? And it's not in your but, face and you don't see it. And it doesn't, doesn't matter to you at all. And like, 
and I'm not, I'm not saying that every person in America needs to be educated on all of the world's ills because it'll just make you more depressed about the, the current state of the world. Like it's truly like, you know, something we talk about, we're just focusing on what you can control and being happy in your own life is, is like the best way to go about it. But you just can't sit here and tell me that they're better for the environment because what's better for your environment is not better for somebody else's environment. It's like, you're just fucking destroying these groups of indigenous people that can't do anything about it, you know, and they don't see any yeah. money. It's like this. I mean, it's, you know, it's the same shit with like, you pick up a water bottle at the gas station and pay three bucks for it and then drink it and then throw it in the trash. And then it ends up in, you know, that same little river in Hon- or whatever, a different river in Honduras or Guatemala. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's real shit. You know, the way, you know, it could, it could almost be argued that like, you know, civilizations probably had the, the chance to like pick the best, tides as well so like if an explorer came across a a body of land and was like oh this is this is cool but it has all this wood on it like bunched up on the beach that's been flowing in from somewhere else call it wood at the time you know and they're like well what does that mean well where is it coming from well they're like maybe we don't pick this spot and then in 200 years, it's not wood anymore. It's just water bottles and uh, bottle caps and whatever, whatever you could think of, because that's just, you know, back in the day, they used wooden sticks to make shit. And now we use plastic. So back then the wooden sticks showed up on the beach. So whatever it is, it's like, what I'm getting at is if the tides have just always carried shit to these you know, so-called third world countries and you never even think about it because it's gone. It's not, it's not on the end of your driveway anymore in your trash can. So you just assume that it's gone. You know, it's like, it's, it's out of your, your mental thought process. Out of sight, out of mind, bro. Right. You know, Um, it's, so I listened to a podcast last week this article is from 1925. That's actually kind of cool. I, I can't read it because I don't have a New York Times subscription, but I could, if I did, I could go back and read this article from 1925. That's interesting. Um, I listened to this. Oh my God. Uh, podcast um, the other day, I listened to the show. It's like a, it's like a weird history show. It's kind of like, almost like not an obscure history show, but like just random things from history that either you didn't know about or you forget about, whatever. Anyways, I I was listening to one about General Butt Naked and General Butt Naked was a a, uh, uh, warlord in Liberia uh, during the Liberian Civil War, which I actually didn't know this. Apparently Liberia, the way the, the country Liberia formed in Africa was after the Civil War ended, slaves that didn't want to stay freed slaves that didn't want to stay in america the like united states government put them on boats for free and sent them back to africa and they settled in this country liberia and they you know created their own government and all that stuff very structured similar to the american government at the time and the irony is that the slaves from america that formed this country 
started to enslave the Liber the people that were already living there and like set up this hierarchy, what, like what they had in the United States, except they were the masters and it, interesting. So anyways, the, the reason I bring this up is part of the podcast, he's going through the history of Liberia as a whole. Liberia is very rich in rubber trees. And in, I was going to say all of Africa is like, unbelievably rich it's why do you think that the continent yeah. has just been completely robbed blind ransacked i mean we're talking <laughs> alluvial diamonds yeah in south africa you could walk across sand plateaus or whatever you want to call them and just pluck diamonds from the earth so the oppenheimers one of you know a huge family went ahead and just said this is all our land now and then who controls the diamonds, you know, the market in the world. So, okay. all right, carry on. Sorry. Just so, so, uh, rubber trees, Liberia is, is, has tons and tons of rubber trees. And so what Firestone did, you know, Firestone, Firestone came to Liberia and you gotta keep in mind, here's the other thing about it. This country is a, it's a very poor country. Like they don't have the infrastructure to really take advantage of their natural resources and so what they do is they let corporations come in and pillage basically the resources for pennies on the dollar of what they could get if they had the infrastructure to export on their own. Ben, so Firestone made a deal in 1925, a 99-year lease, which is actually almost coming up. It's almost over. Uh, excuse me. 1926, they leased a million acres of land in Liberia for 99 years. Take a guess what they paid per acre. 17 cents. Six cents. Oh, fuck. That means that they spent, is that 60 grand? Is six, six cents on a million, on a million acres? Is that 60 grand? One zero 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 times 0 0.06, $60,000. For a million acres of land of rubber trees, for a hundred fucking years. Now that's 60 grand in 1926, but still, it ain't that much fucking money. Five. Right. That total. Yeah, that ain't shit. Um, yeah, like what's Firestone's like uh, revenue per year? Like, you know, $14 billion, not really that high, but. Firestone total revenue in, well, this is in 2004. How is there not? more uh 2.9 billion dollars in 2000 okay couple billy yeah on land they paid do you think they grand. do you think they paid that 60 grand note off or no <laughs> probably not probably not uh <laughs> the, well, the best part the best part is they make like a they make a payment on it it's like 14 cents you know it was, it was a hundred year lease they're paying 14 cents a month. <laughs> well, dude, here. Okay. So here's the other thing about that is that. Uh, now, my question is, I wonder if rubber trees are like perennials. Like, do they, are they always growing rubber or do you have to cut them down well, to get the rubber? I don't know. 61, two, three. Uh, so that would have been $984,000 today. So still less than a million dollars. They paid less than a dollar an acre in 2022 dollars um i don't know about that um i'd imagine 
if they lease I'd imagine them, like right I would imagine it's like like it, it it's every you year just strip the bark off them maybe I'm not sure but I would imagine that they're not killing the plants and they're just it's like right. regenerative right? right or worst case scenario they're as they go some, through each yeah, acre replanting coming back but uh, the other thing too is it's funny you say that about if they if they did hold a note if the Liberian government did hold a note because the other thing is that Liberia as like has had so many coups and uprisings and the government's been yeah, overthrown like, that yeah, like that money Firestone could have just skated and never paid right and another thing I'm thinking is like can you just quick look up the market cap for tires because if if Firestone got a million acres. Like, what about like BF Goodrich and all these other major corporations? Like, where where are their, you know, they got to be getting rubber from somewhere too? Or did was it like Standard Oil and Firestone was like the broker of the rubber, and you know, like sold it to everybody? But uh, the global tire market. Like I'm thinking like you know Michelin, Goodrich. Like, there's a lot of brands. In 2021, 2.2 billion tires were sold. And the craziest part about tires is like, it is one of the worst things in terms of like recycling. Like, yeah, how come no one's talking about making more sustainable tires? Right. It's like a tire loses its life. It's still a tire. It's not like the, you know, like disintegrates and it's gone. It's like, oh no, that's just a treadless tire throw it here throw it in this pile yeah or you know it's like or they're recycling them and now now they're they don't even need the trees anymore over there they yeah. just got a full um i i just think about that because like i used to have this problem with my audi back in the day uh for whatever reason the like interior wall of the tire would just shred like I literally would come out from work one day and my tire would be flat and I'd like reach on the inside of the tire and you could just feel it just shredded. And I used to think about like how much fucking money I would spend on tires. And, and now with my job being the way that it is, I still spend a lot of money on tires and yeah. What do you do with tires when they're gone? Give them back to the tire place, you know? And then the best part is they, they charge you to take your tire back. Yeah, right. And then they're taking that tire probably for free, melting it down and then getting like they're charging you and then pay, then they're charging someone else to take it from them too. Just fucking Incredible. Capital, capitalism, man. Capitalism. What a world. Cap, capitalism with a capital C. It is unbelievable the way that this fucking world operates when it comes to things like that. Mm. You know, it's funny. If anybody like, you know, listens to some of these episodes that are more like today's, it's like, these dudes are such fucking communists. (laughs) 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 Uh, I promise we're not, though. Um, Yeah. No. I promise we're not. We're just a couple of kids calling it the way we see it. That's all it is. Uh, right, and we're, it's not like I mean we're living in the capitalistic society. We're, play, we're playing the game we're too. Playing, yeah. We got no, you got no choice. You got to fucking play the game. It's just a matter of you know doing your best you can to win it. Um, all right. Well, we only got two and a half minutes left, so we might as well wrap up. Uh, who's getting married, by the way? Uh, cousins. Ah. Cousins of uh, <laughs> the boys. Not, not my. 
I know not your cousins. Yeah, yeah. Although so, you have a cousin wedding coming up too. Yeah, sure do. Funny story since Subi and Scott both listened to this. So Subi hit me up to get some champagne for Hannah's wedding. So I got her a deal through my grandfather's store, set it all up and, you know, did she overbuy? Maybe a little bit, but, you know, better safe than sorry. And, you know, worst case scenario, we'll take care of her at the end. And so we got it all organized. She went and picked up the cases, I think, on Thursday. And, you know, she she texts me before I can even read the text message. Scott calls me. Did my wife just spend fifteen hundred dollars on champagne? I'm like, yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at the text message. Subi's like, Aaron, thanks so you. much. Thanks so much for your help. Like, <laughs> like, you know, everything worked out great. Blah blah blah. It's too funny. Too funny. But yeah, we got a we got a wedding, another wedding coming up in a in a few weeks here. Um, yeah. But all right, bro. Well, have a good time. Appreciate you jumping on with me this morning. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. We'll talk soon. Love you. Love you, bro.